Hey everyone, welcome back. Well, the holidays and everything are over and our family experienced the first of many firsts to come without Jessica here. And it was hard and it was tender, but it was also really good that we were able to spend time together as a family. And I'll go a little more into it. Um, later on in this episode. You know, now we step into a new year. And in the past, I, like my daughter Jessica, (laughs) would make a long, long list of New Year's resolutions and goals. And um, I have to laugh because we are very much alike in that area, sometimes making such long lists that they become overwhelming. And probably like many of you, you know, you you look at that list over and over again, and then you just forget it and give up and and just move on. <laughs> and I've done that many a times. And um, as the new year started approaching, I started reading on social media um, others, other people's resolutions and the things that they were excited about for 2024. And I'll be honest, um, the more that I read, the more sadness I felt. And I had thoughts like, good for you. Good for you. Um, And, you know, good for them. Their world didn't get rocked like mine did. So, of course, they're going to look to 2024 with so much excitement. And I let my mind just run away with um, with thoughts about what won't happen in 2024. Like, my daughter won't be with us this year when we go to the beach. Something that she always, always looked forward to. She won't be celebrating another birthday or an anniversary this year. She won't be here to celebrate her husband's and her children's birthdays. And she she went all out for their birthdays. She won't be with her family when they finally moved to Arizona. And on and on and on. I just kept thinking about all of those things and being excited for the upcoming year just wasn't there. It wasn't there like it has been in the past. And I think I started feeling a lot more somber. Well, maybe somber is not really the right word. Um, More cautious, more circumspectly, more um, guarded, I guess, if you will. And um, as I looked forward to, or as I looked to this upcoming year. And to be honest, I didn't even know if I wanted to think about setting any New Year's resolutions for 2024. I really, honestly, I just wanted to let 2024 play out in front of me and I just wanted to push through. I just want to ride it. And that's how I felt. Um, For, for, several days. And that's what I kind of decided I was going to do. 
I just made up my mind that, you know what, this year we're just going to ride that wave and see what happens. But a couple of things made me happen, or a couple of things happened this week that made me rethink all of that. So two nights ago, um, my son-in-law gathered his boys for what we call family home evening. It's a time that we get to spend with our families. And during this time, he talked about the upcoming new year. Now, I know his struggles. and I know personally that this looking forward to this new year without Jessica is not an easy thing for him at all. But during this discussion, he shared with them, his boys, the meaning of New Year's resolutions and goals. And then what he did next actually brought me to my knees. And I'm not going to lie to tears. He showed them, he brought out a notebook that Jessica had written her New Year's resolutions in, in January of 2011. And this was nine months before she met Dan. Now, my daughter, like I said, <laughs> is a lot like me. And she had a long list. <laughs> and this was no exception. I, But what made it even a little more tender for me was that I knew of the struggles that she had had in 2010. And so hearing this list, you can only imagine how it felt for me as he read this list to his boys. Now, he wanted his boys to listen to each one of these resolutions and answer if they thought that their mom had accomplished this goal. And um, or or was continuing to work on on them. Um, one of them <laughs> I had to chuckle was patient, and all of her boys agreed that yeah, mom was still working on patient. Aren't we all right? Anyway, so as he read each of these, um, the boys would excitedly say yes. And then they would discuss each of these things that she did, like graduate from nursing school or um, anyway, other things like that, getting her first job. And then they would discuss it in detail. And I was even able to share with them things that they had never heard before. Now, when we were done, then, of course, he asked each of his boys what goal they would like to set for this year. And it was a really fun discussion. One of them was making new friends when he moves to Arizona. And then Dan asked, sorry, what goal could they work on as a family? Now, as I sat there, I was so humbled because here was someone who was hurting just as much as I am. And yet he was thinking 
and helping his boys be excited about the upcoming year. Then that night, I received a text message from my sister, wishing me a happy new year and her wish for my happiness in 2024. Now, this was the second thing that made me rethink and become a little bit more mindful of what what it is I want in 2024. So I took a little bit of time and I started to jot down just a few things. Now, like I said earlier, I think if I were to describe it, I, I'm not super excited, not super enthusiastic about 2024 like I usually am. Um, and my list of resolutions has changed. Uh, it's gone from things that maybe matter to me in the past, but don't matter so much to me anymore. Um, you know, for the first seven months of 2023, it just, it was good. It, it went like planned. I was, you know, working on my goals. And then when August came and the last five months honestly have been really hard. And I found that in an instant, a lot of those goals that I had set earlier in 2023 became so trivial to me. Um, they were things that just didn't matter, especially in the eternal scheme of things. And, and it just kind of changed my focus so much. So as I contemplate this new year and all the changes that will occur in our family, the one being that my son-in-law and my grandsons are going to be moving to Arizona, which will be really close to me. Um, my list is not long. It's not. It became much shorter. And I've asked myself over and over what it is I truly want. What is it that I truly want? What, who do I want to be? What do I want? What do I want to feel in 2024? And that really is, at, at, I think, at the crux of it all, is what, what do I want to feel? And I decided that what I want to feel is I want to feel peace, despite my periods of feeling sad. I want to feel joy, despite the pain that I know I will continue to feel um, with Jessica not be here physically with us. So as I thought about these two things, I want to feel peace, I want to feel joy, but also allowing myself to feel that sadness and feel the pain. Um, I thought, okay, what, how can I accomplish those things? So a couple of things came to mind. One of those things is I want to focus on my blessings, the blessings that I have in my life, my family, my faith, my friends, my life, just the, just waking up each day, the beauty around me. That's what I want to focus on. And I want to express more gratitude on a daily basis. Really look 
for those things, those blessings. So that's what I want. I want to really look for those blessings and express that gratitude. I want to be more present. I want to be more present with those that I love, those that I spend time with. I want to be more present as I read my scriptures, as I pray. I want to be more present, especially with my husband, which is a little bit difficult right now because we are, (laughs) we aren't together very much. Um, Every other month, I'm up in Oregon where I am right now. And just a side note, that's probably why this recording is a little bit different than usual. What do I mean by being present? Well, you know, as my husband and I were discussing Christmas, um, we were able to feel a lot of joy when we focused on what we were doing, when we were focused on the activity that we were doing. Our Christmas, like I said, was hard, but it was good. And we filled it with um, so many fun activities. We engaged in so many different things. We had several Nerf gun wars. We made gingerbread houses. We played games. We put together puzzles. We had some downtime. We went bowling. We played at the park. And we just reminisced. And... And we were able to stay focused on everything. And that made such a difference. It it kept us really centered on what matters most. And so that's one of the goals that I have for this upcoming year. Focus on the activity at hand. Focus on who I'm with. Despite feeling that sadness or pain. But what we found is that the pain subsided as we were more present, as we were more focused on what we were doing at the moment. And I am hoping that as I focus on being more present, that my relationships will become stronger. And I I really think that that will just naturally happen. And of course, I want to, I want to focus on strengthening my relationship with the Lord and strengthening my faith. Every day, my faith, I have to make a conscious effort every day. I could choose to wake up and feel sorry for myself and go down that rabbit hole. Or I could choose to be grateful for the blessings that I have, be grateful for the knowledge that I have, that I am going to be with Jessica again, that she's not lost. I know where she is. She's just not with us right now physically. And that's okay, because I know I will be with her again. I want to be able to let go of trying to control Because what I have learned these last five months, more than anything else, is that I I have to let go and let the Lord lead me. I have to trust and have that faith that he knows what's best for me 
what's best for our family and to be able to to let him lead us. So my friends, those are my New Year's resolutions. I I I I don't know that I'm excited for 2024, but who knows? It could be a wonderful year. And I'm grateful for what I'm learning as I go. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you soon.